Would you all pray with me? Lord of all life, we come before you not knowing who we are. We strut our stuff, trying to impress others with our self-confidence. In the process, we hope to be what we pretend. Save us from such pretense that we might learn who we are through trust in you to make us more than we can imagine. Help us to reread our lives as a confession of sin made possible by your love. Bind up our wounds and our joys so that our lives finally make sense only as a prayer to you. Amen. Is it just me, or does it feel as though Ash Wednesday and Lent sneak up on us year after year? Holy Feast and High Holy Days in the church are what help us mark God's time. And while it may seem as though we are never quite ready, Christmas, though, does not seem to ever sneak up on us. We know that when the calendar hits December 20th, that five days later, we will be celebrating Christ's birth. Ash Wednesday and Lent are different, though. This year, Ash Wednesday falls on February 14th, meaning that Lent starts on Valentine's Day. I hope this is not your date for the evening. (laughs) If you've done the math, that means that Easter will fall on March 31st. Last year, the dates were February 22nd and April 9th. Next year, 2025, the dates will be March 5th and April 20th. I can't keep it straight, and I'm a pastor, so good luck to you all (laughs) on keeping this thing straight for next year. It never fails that when days like Ash Wednesday sneak up on us, we find ourselves unprepared for the day's agenda. A weeknight worship service that falls during our children's bedtime. Grace and Sam, I promise this won't be too long. The adoption of a Lenten discipline will disrupt our routines. And this is on top of whatever else you have going on in your life. Jesus was in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. And for anyone with ears to hear, he is offering his holy two cents on acts of piety. In teaching about charity, prayer, and fasting, Jesus is making the point that the point of these acts is to not draw attention to ourselves. We are not the focus of our piety. We are not, Jesus says, seeking to impress other people with our Lenten disciplines or internally justify ourselves through our actions. Jesus meant what he said. Do not let your left hand know what the right hand is doing. Theologian Frederick Bruner writes, the relation between the left and the right might also apply to someone's spouse, someone's closest friend, or even a neighbor. 
Bruner continues, however understood, Jesus wants to liberate us from having to be impressive to anyone, including ourselves. Don't let the left hand know what the right is doing. Do not let your spouse know what you're praying for. Do not let your best friend know that you are fasting. Do not let your neighbors know that you've adopted a new Lenten discipline. We are living in the era of letting our left hand know what the right hand is doing. We live in the era of letting our spouse, our partner, our best friend, our neighbor, and even strangers know what we are doing at all times throughout the day. Jesus' words, do not let the left hand know what the right is doing, are difficult to swallow no matter where you live. But given that we live in the epicenter of Western personal achievement, it's that much harder. We live in an era, we live in the location where job promotions and awards, our children's accolades, and even personal triumphs are posted for all to see. But we are not the first to live with this temptation. The prophet Isaiah spoke a word to God's people saying that their fasting could not be mechanized because doing so would be an improperly motivated act. The prophet was inviting the people to seek and know God's ways apart from their own. If we were the first to deal with this situation, Jesus would not have needed to tell his disciples and those who were listening to his sermon to not sound like a trumpet when helping people who are experiencing poverty. If we were the first to need to work on keeping our piety between us and God, Jesus would not need to say, do not look dismal during your Lenten fast. Jesus would not have concluded his words with do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth in his sermon if we were the first to navigate this temptation. God knows our hearts. God knows my heart and God knows your heart. God knows that when push comes to shove, unless we are reminded again and again, we risk turning the disciplines we adopt during Lent into acts of self-righteousness that will have more to do with us than they do with God. Professor Stanley Hauerwas argues that Lent is one of the most dangerous times to be a Christian. It's a dangerous time because, according to Stanley, we are tempted to play at being Christians. He writes, Lent becomes a time when, where we get to play at being something that we are not sure we are. Part of the difficulty is we are not sure we know what we are confessing when we confess that we are sinners. In just a few moments, we are going to confess our sins together. Together, we're going to say that we are caught in the snares of sin. We will confess that we keep score of our good deeds while also keeping score of the bad deeds done by the person sitting in the pew in front of us or behind us. We will confess that we have failed to love God with our whole hearts, 
And we are going to confess that we have failed to love our neighbors as ourselves. And because this is the season of preparation and journeying towards the cross with Christ, and it sneaks up with us year after year, we are often not ready to come to grips with our sin and the sin of the world. So instead of confronting our sin head on, we punt. And we think, I'll be more ready for Lent next year. But when is Lent next year? Don't worry, it's going to sneak up on us. Every year we forget that this season of Lent is a means of God's grace. Lent is one of the ways that God's love for us and creation is revealed. And because Lent is a means of grace, we are not left to ourselves to figure out what charity, prayer, and fasting look like in the kingdom of God. It's as Frederick Buechner wrote, grace is something you can never get but only be given. I'm sure you noticed in the gospel reading that Pastor Jeff read for us that we skipped verses 7 through 15. We skipped the part where Jesus taught his disciples how to pray so they would not pray like those hypocrites whose prayers drew attention to themselves instead of acknowledging that God was already present, that God is already present in our circumstance, already working right now in this moment to make all of creation new. All of creation new like a bush ablaze with God's glory, but not consumed. The fancy term... Your theological lesson for tonight on Ash Wednesday is repent. You're going to be impressed to know that the Greek word metanoia means to turn away or to reorient. Today, this evening, is when we, as Christ's body, with the help of spiritual disciplines, God's grace and the power of the Holy Spirit, turn away from our sin and turn back towards God. And it is in repenting that we find the good news of tonight and Lent. The good news is this. We do not repent on our own. If it were merely up to us, we would not be able to repent because we would be unable to see that we are indeed caught in the snares of sin. We would be unable to see how we have sinned against God and one another. If it were up to us to repent on our own, we would never be caught off guard if we could do it when Lent and Ash Wednesday show up year after year. But the truth is that the grace of God repents us. The grace of God is repenting you right now. God's prevenient grace, that's the grace that goes before us, helps us to see where and how our sins are at odds with God's cosmic plans for creation. God's grace is at work in your life, even when days like Ash Wednesday sneak up on you. The season of Lent, through the adoption of a Lenten practice, through the heeding of Christ's holy words, is one of the ways God is repenting us, pulling us out from the snares of sin, sanctifying us, and making us more and more each day like Christ Jesus. Amen.